Business we've chosen podcast. Today is the second episode, coming about a month after the first episode. The lengthy delay was because we did not have any guests in the pipeline when we started, so we had to try to get someone to be on this pod, and it took a month. But today we have him. Um, he's on Twitter as at chattim3, and unlike our first guest. I have never actually met Rick in person, so this is going to be the first time we all hear his voice. Let's get him on the phone. All right, so we have Rick on the phone. Rick, welcome to the Business We've Chosen, Episode 2. How's it feel to be on the pod? Uh, great. I just want to say what a great esteemed honor it is to be uh, the second guest on yeah. uh, this podcast. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Did you listen to the first one? Yeah, of course. Nice. Uh, Joey Isaacs, dude. Yeah. Um, good stuff. Yeah, it was pretty good. I think it seems like it was well-received by the... Uh, good audio, audio quality. Yeah, well, I got a few comments on that. So I'm trying to step it up here. We have an intro song. Um, but it's okay. weird with the What's audacity the thing. Like, when you plug in the microphone, it won't play on your computer you know so that you can't double hear yourself and it's just very difficult to get it to do what you want in terms of recording volume so i'm trying my best over here but not making any promises yeah i, I mean i was just kidding i don't care really yeah. i thought the audio quality <laughs> was fine uh i i mean yeah it, it, as long as you can hear uh, everything okay and there's not like uh, feedback or interruption yeah. um, it's fine okay so I guess oh wait what's the what's the intro song oh um, I was watching this movie yesterday this Chinese movie and they had uh, this really cool scene where the guy like basically walks into a crowded Chinese restaurant and just kills every single person in the restaurant um so, because you are kind of the Twitter killer troll, I thought you'd have the, you know, the killer song come on. Okay. Topical reference. I'm sure people will get that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, why don't you explain how you started in the sports gambling Twitter streets? You're, I'd say you're one of the bigger trolls on Twitter who isn't quite at the level of, like, full life troll, like some of the Seville regulars. Um so okay. you're kind of like, you seem yeah. like you still might be a normal person, but are still fully trolling. Is that about right? I guess, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I guess I'll be pretty harsh if I think someone is, is stupid, um, which it's Twitter, so 
that uh, happens quite frequently, especially in the gambling space. Yeah, I, uh, I, so I, I guess I really got started on this track when I was like 10, um, just like playing fantasy football. I was super into like projecting out all the players and uh, stuff like that. Okay. Um, I played through high school and then I like stopped in college. And then when I got out of college and got my uh, first job and actually had money, I saw Daily Fantasy. This was around like 2014, 2015. Okay. So I just started playing da- uh, Daily Fantasy uh, just immediately, like not for fun, like but trying to win, like being pretty serious about it. Uh, and I also started like betting player props at that time too, because it sort of naturally follows from daily fantasy. Sure. Uh, kind of built up. Where'd you bet the bankroll? I mean, there's only. Sorry, go ahead. Where'd you, you bet something? them? Like, where'd you bet the player props? Bovada, Sportsbook, AG, uh, BetOnline, like the the usual. Yeah. I didn't have like this is this is probably like my biggest uh, shortcoming in my betting career. I was like not good at um finding credit outs uh i guess i like just didn't really have like the connections so i wasn't betting like uh gotcha so it's uh, all on like the... botting in props into like right. 500 uh off-screen accounts yeah but yeah so i ran it <laughs> i ran it up like about as far as you can until they cut you off and I, like i knew that you you get cut off eventually so at some point like around 2015 or so i started trying to like model out bigger markets um i think i started with either baseball or nba at the time um it didn't go so well when i initially like transitioned fully from from where i couldn't bet props anymore to just trying to beat like full limit full uh big markets so i like took a actually ran really hot initially and just thought i was like damn i'm gonna quit my job like next month this is sick yeah. Uh, and then, like, just went on an extended cold streak and kind of went back to the drawing board. And, I mean, it was good because it, it shows you, like, how difficult it is to win. And, and like, you can't just beat uh, NBA by, like, taking, like, offensive rating and defensive rating and, like, multiplying by pace. It's not really how markets work. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd say around, like, 2016, 2017, um, I had, like, my first, like, full season um in baseball and that was uh sort of when i thought like maybe i can do this like uh and make some real money at it and uh be good at it and then i think that probably takes us through to today uh i have worked on beating more than just baseball since then but uh yeah so now oh, and, have... and the twitter yeah i mean i started like I was already on Twitter before I got into this, and then like I, I forget exactly how I stumbled upon uh, like I guess Seville and like uh, gambling Twitter, but um, it was I mean I I don't know it just sort of seemed like a natural uh, seemed like it followed naturally to be on Twitter and troll people. Yeah, yeah. It seems it's it's kind of astonishing to me that. It, seems like a lot of a lot of actually big betters like limit betters and stuff are on Twitter and just trolling people but I guess like I'm doing it you're doing it so like <laughs> I guess why wouldn't we keep doing it if you know if we got bigger and we're like end bosses yeah but, 
Yeah, I don't bet the limit uh, in most most of the markets. That sure, I, sure, yeah. Um, play, but well, I did this. Uh, I mean, yeah, it depends on the market, like college basketball, maybe. But. Yeah. What are you betting right now, college basketball? Yeah. Um, I mean, this is. I was thinking about this last week. This is probably the busiest time of the year. You got college basketball. I, I'm trying NBA again this year. It's going pretty uh, decently so far, actually. Yeah. How does, the, uh, how does the NBA market work? I've never bet it before. What do you mean? How does it work? Like, when do the lines open? Where do they open? When can you bet? Like, who bets first? How does, you know what I mean? Like, all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, they, I think they open at, like, 3 p.m. the day before. So, I'm mean, like, I'm not betting stone openers, so okay. I'm not sure. Like, somewhere around that time. It's, like, bookmaker uh, opens people... or bet online first? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, bet online or maybe Circa even. Okay. Um, and then Bookmaker will come out, and then and then Pinnacle will probably wait until someone bets, and then Pinnacle will open at, like, $20 limits. How much? Uh, I was kidding. Yeah. I said $20, but I, I don't know. Like, their, their opener limits are a joke. Yeah. Well, some are, talking yeah. about this, this this morning. Yeah, I was going through um, college football this morning, and I wanted to bet on a total, and I just saw that the pinnacle limit was still a thousand dollars which i guess that's just what it is you know it's just kind of surprising i figured yeah how can someone not open yeah. a book and book bigger than that and still win like it's so easy to win when you book but maybe it's just there's huge hurdles to being able to do that maybe we can have ed miller on the podcast one day and uh he can explain <laughs> it to me yeah yeah uh he can tell you about his live betting product yeah that's pretty good i um Last Thanksgiving, well, I don't know if it's pretty good because I don't actually bet the stuff that it purports to be good in, but over Thanksgiving, I was watching, I was sitting in my house by myself um, watching the three NFL games and live betting them using this, and at the very least, the lines seemed to very consistently move wherever their software had it, so like at commercial breaks or whatever, they would reopen the lines, and the spreads were pretty wide. I feel like it was like minus 150 plus 113 always but whatever the deck prism number was the line would move that way um and the limits i think were like three thousand dollars or something but i've never really live bet on pinnacle outside of that gotcha yeah yeah um so and yeah so uh all the books will open it's like most markets there's someone betting betting like pretty close to open uh picking off like the egregiously bad stuff sure and then i think it, it'll be pretty quiet until like near like nighttime a lot of the games will go off the board when the uh that night's games tip okay and then yeah the why is that is that like up. do the do your numbers actually change that much from game to game i guess maybe at the beginning of the season but is it does it so, persist like that no. throughout the year not really. What's happening is uh, a lot of times game teams will play back to back, and like books won't want to get fucked if someone gets injured. Or a lot of times now in like the current NBA, people will just sit for load management on a back to back. Gotcha. So, yeah. Um, and then um, when they open, what are the limits like at the stone open? And then what are they like maybe at six o'clock or something when? When do like other places start to list it? Pretty soon, I would guess like very quickly, right? 
Um, yeah, like bet online, obviously like 250 limits. And then Chris, Chris, I think opens, uh, 5k sides, 2k totals, something like that. And then like the morning, the next morning, which is really when I look at it, it'll be like 10k sides, uh, 5k totals or 3k totals gotcha. until 1030 Eastern and then 5k totals. Uh, yeah, I like, I know this like the back of my hand for baseball i'm not like 100 percent on it for nba but uh yeah that it's something like that sure so most of my bets will come like morning morning to like early afternoon how much are the numbers moving like from say 8 p.m the day before to 10 a.m and then at tip it seems like they don't really move that much but i again don't Really no, they move, they move around like uh, the Washington Cleveland total. I want to say moved like five, four, yeah. five points What's today. Five New Orleans total was like I, uh, it was two thirty five. Now it's last I checked it was like two thirty one. Uh, the Lakers got steamed today to nine just just recently. Yeah, I mean I don't really know. Like I, I don't have maybe quite the connections that you do to or like connections of connections. Sure. to know like which groups are behind which moves i don't really i i gotcha. know like one tout that releases nba who's that uh i i right. don't want to like give him publicity oh, sure. but he, like okay. he'll release it like 10 30 morning <laughs> up and he'll, <laughs> oh my God. he'll like, move, move the lines don't want to give him publicity that's like a, a little bit you're a true hardcore uh that's sports gambling right there you have been anointed you are <laughs> that's true hardcore <laughs> Not even gonna yeah. say. His I mean, he's not worth team. mentioning, anyways. He, okay. he does move the lines on totals, though. He'll, he'll get yeah. like a two-point move on totals. So. Yeah, those seem like really conflicting statements. Why does it move two points if he's not worth mentioning? It seems like worth mentioning. I don't think they're conflicting. Yeah. Okay. Two points sounds like a lot to me. I don't. Um. Yeah. What else were we gonna talk about in this pod? So NBA, <laughs> you're betting. Um, yeah, yeah. In, uh, so you asked me like what I'm betting now. NBA, yeah, sure. college basketball, best. college football, yeah, uh, and and a little NFL. Okay, um, which of those is your? I guess do you have like the most plays in? Are you playing every day in college basketball? Uh, not yet. Um, my uh, preseason work. I don't know. Like if the season snuck up on me. This is when it started last year. I'm Did not it? sure what I happened, th- but no, I, I think was it started just not... in the middle of November last year. No, I think. It might have, but I thought it started at, like, the 6th. Like, they had um, Kansas. I mean, it was essentially the four big teams that played this year. They also played last year, right? Okay. It was, like, on the 5th or 6th. Gotcha. Anyways, like, especially with trying to do NBA this year, the season really snuck up on me for college. So, I've had, like, maybe one bet a day Okay. so far in college basketball. But Yeah, it's been... Uh, uh, it's, it's hard to, like, do all these other sports and then also keep up with 350 teams and do like preseason numbers. Right. So I'm fine with like just waiting until we get data. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's really hard. I, this is the first year I've been doing it professionally. So I'm doing a lot more sports than normal and like trying to do new sports every day basically. And well, I've one time like troll tweeted at Favre that he wasn't doing the golf blog anymore. And he's like, sorry, but I'm busy like with six sports that I actually make money on. And right. doing like four right now for me, it's just impossible, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so you said you were trying to do MLB 
this last uh, year. What I know you said like at one point it wasn't going so well. Yeah. Did that change so at all? I had like I I thought about a couple different ways to do it where I could do it similar to other sports I'd done or like try and have something decent to, you know, maybe beat openers or something. But for whatever reason, I really wanted to like go deep in the lab and make something really good. So I spent like legit months, um, <laughs> like trying to develop like my own player projections at first. And then like, I got really, really deep in the weeds that I tried to build like something to like predict like literal at bat outcomes, which I, I think these are all good ideas. I just didn't do them very well. Um, so I like literally had a model that was insert the pitcher, insert the batter, and it like gives the distribution of hits. And then that was just not a very good one. So then when you run like Sims of a game that way, um, it just like spits out really bad numbers. So then I was like, okay, I'm done with that. I'm just going to do the player projections and like do much more basic. Um, but my player projections were also really bad. So then, uh, yeah, I just quit. <laughs> um, I might try and do it again, like trying to leverage other people's stuff. Um, but I might just end up, you know, doing direct copies of other people. But that's probably not good enough, I would imagine, right? Baseball seems so, so hard to beat, but I don't know. So, yeah, when I uh, started um, a while, like when I first started MLB, that's the approach I took. I tried to uh, project out. Yeah, at bat outcomes, like you said, and I wrote a sim. Um, there, there were two problems. One is what you mentioned, like the uh, it's it's just super complex. The more complexity you add, the uh, the better you've got to like the more tight you've got to be. Otherwise, yeah. it's like every small mistake is going to compound on itself, and then you won't be able to uh, troubleshoot it uh, for errors and like see mistakes because it goes so deep. So. I did like finish the sim, but like I never really got to where I felt like the projections were any good to run through the sim. And then also, even when I ran tests with the sim, it took like uh, four hours to run a single, yeah. run like ten thousand <laughs> sims of a game. So uh, I I just ended up doing. Um, uh, Rufus talked about this actually, like. It, he, I think he said on a pod his, his model is just like uh, I, I guess you'd call it like uh, analytical in the sense that it's not you're not like simulating it um, you're just like uh, you know adding like uh, adding up numbers sure. and, and whatnot and he, he never found like the uh, added benefit of doing a sim so that's that's essentially the approach I take now yeah um, I think we it's... can talk more offline about like your approach to projecting players. Uh, yeah. I won't say too much about that. Yeah, I think that the sim thing seems like, I think you're exactly right, where if you're like end boss, it's probably what you're doing, I would imagine, and you're just like, you have fair, or something really close to fair, maybe. Um, but if you're like, you know, not quite there, even if you're like super smart, it's just gonna, I don't know, I found it's, I'm kind of like Rufus, where it, has never really done much success. It hasn't really like been something that I've been able to use, you know, um, except in certain spots right. where I feel like I really, really, really know the situation, but that is pretty rare. Um, and especially if you're doing that with big markets, like that's not gonna be the case. Those are small markets I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but I, I know that Haralabob says, I mean, who, who even knows how that all worked, but he seems to imply a lot that his models were very heavily sim-based from everything I've read and heard him say. Um, and he, you know, yeah. allegedly was an boss, so I don't know. One of the Perhaps top legit sports bettors. Is that, um, is that where that came from? You know, that's, that two plus two threat, well, he was one of the, you know, it was a two plus two thread. It, it was literally like the, the title of the thread was who are the legit top sports bettors? Oh, okay. And I see people troll that on Twitter all the time. I didn't realize where the, uh, the origin story was. All right. So why don't you give like the origin story then, I guess, of that or that thread. Give the cliffs for the listeners. Well, I, I, I mean, I'm not that. It's like a 20-page thread or uh, some shit, and okay. I, I, like a lot of it is just the dumbest people <laughs> you can imagine. Like they're poker players. It's a poker forum. Right. Uh, the dumbest people imagine you, know, you can imagine talking about stuff that they don't know anything about. So I skimmed a lot of it. I don't really like remember a lot of it, but like someone asked were the top legit sports bettors and like people chimed in and then it, like Haral Bob is like signed up for the forum his username is Coltrane Dog I think okay and uh, someone like said Haral Bob and then someone else said like no he doesn't make any money he just booked people for a while and okay. then like he came on to defend himself <laughs> uh, and then he told you like that's I great sent you the tweets that's like OG Rufus coming on to defend right. yourself, but on two plus two forums. Um, yeah. Keep going. <laughs> um, yeah, he was like, he told the story uh, that he tweeted about yesterday, but in like a little bit longer form. Uh, form. Yeah, well, he I'm blocked. So. Yeah, I am too, actually. Oh. On uh, <laughs> Chatham. Yeah. So, um, he, yeah, he basically says he uh, bankrupts some dude from Texas would book him at like basically uh any limit as long as he bet 15 minutes to post so they would just dummy up the lines right. before they wanted to bet and then come over the top for more uh off screen yeah that's one um, of those that's so brutal for the bookie because he's like he's kind of next level smart he's like oh wait i can just book you huge and the end price is fair you'll lose but he doesn't understand the market sizing, so he just like gets totally ripped off, despite having kind of a clever idea. Right, he's he's one he's one level short of being smart enough to pull that off. Yeah, exactly. Right? He needs he to be on the, the third level. level. <laughs> That's awesome. If true, big if true. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't like. Wouldn't people like buy back? I don't know. You know. I mean, I thought NBA was a really big market. Thirty to forty k to dummy it seems like. An incredibly low amount but maybe there's so few people betting it or I, I don't know maybe it was less liquid back then it sounded pretty shady to me but I don't know yeah um, so who else is in the thread yeah, besides Ralabob so who are the legit top sports bettors <laughs> what's happened uh, they don't know I don't uh, think okay. they ever answered that question okay it's still it's still being debated in the Twitter streets today probably yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, so let's, um, should we switch topics? Yeah, where do you want to go? Um, so Rick and I have a kind of a mutual interest in Alan Boston, um, especially the Twitter account of Alan Boston. So we just uh, kind of wanted to collect, do a short segment, some of Boston's greatest hits. Um, 
So I went back and searched. <laughs> I know that, um, so Boston took the firing of Tony Shaver, who was the William and Mary head coach, pretty seriously. And it was, I mean, he took him very, Great very Tony seriously. Shaver. He really liked Tony Shaver, which is fine. I don't know much about him. But I'm now looking back at the Twitter, and I'd only heard about it this year when he got fired for the season or whatever. But this literally dates back to 2014. Boston has tweeted like <laughs> 10 times about how Tony Shaver is the only person he roots for and he's the only coach that he cares has success. <laughs> so like as much of a body blow as I thought it was, it was actually like truly that big a body blow. <laughs> <laughs> so, why does he like this guy so much? I don't get it. Like just he um, makes his team so I, pass the ball 30 times per possession. Exactly. So for whatever reason, I think because this style of ba basketball was popular in the Northeast at the time that Alan Boston was young, Bill Carmody, um, the old coach of Northwestern and then Holy Cross, plays like really slow Princeton offense, you know, a million passes. He, Boston loved Bill Carmody. He loves Tony Shaver. For whatever reason, he just likes these coaches that play that style. Um, and there's like 10 of them, you know, like these old guys who grew up around the same area in the same time. Princeton offense and yeah did they go to Penn did they go to Penn? <laughs> yeah I don't know <laughs> they must have um yeah it's crazy there's like 30 tweets about this guy August 24th 2018 not surprised that a Tony Shaver coach team would be number one <laughs> and then you know what's in great the, in is the Northeast Conference he or... then says um someone asked him who he would hire at some school <laughs> And he goes, you know, I like Tony Shaver, but I think he's a bit old. <laughs> this is like a month ago. <laughs> so good. Even Boston wouldn't hire him. Um, he, yeah, I he don't also know. I mean, that guy who coached at Maine. Who's uh, that? He was like talking about, or he co he still coaches at Maine. I assume he like came from like a, a like a women's jun like junior varsity college or something. Okay. And uh, they hired him at Maine because they, like, were 0-35 one year or something. Uh, and, like, he was, he was like, giving him high praise for, like, how he coached a game. Yeah. And I went and looked at the box score, and they lost by, like, 40 in the game. They, <laughs> he kept them in it. <laughs> the spread was, like, 30 or something. If the shot clock was 35 seconds, they would have covered. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, these tweets are great. I mean, I don't really know how involved Boston still is in the market, but or when he stopped, but it for sure seems like, I think he still bets, like, big, you know? Yeah, I, I think so, too. But he also claims I mean, to be broke and seems like he is broke, so I'm not really sure what the situation is, and he seems like he wouldn't own a computer. It's hard to know. <laughs> He's probably backed to some extent. I mean, I don't want to speculate on, like, his financial Oh, no, me neither. I just mean in terms of, I think that, like, lots of money is being bet on these picks is what I mean by that. To move, yeah, and to move he, lines. Someone still like, someone still bets. Uh, I think like based on his tweets too, right? Because you'll still see lines move when he tweets, especially when he says big. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the tweet. Yeah, that is that is a good point. <laughs> I think I've heard him say that before, actually, maybe once or twice. Like he, he had one uh, weekend last year in the F FCS uh, where I mean someone was obviously like dicking around with the lines because I, I won't go into it too much but someone was dicking around with the lines 
and like Boston just like tweeted them all, like tweeted out all the bets. They were they were all like ten points off <laughs> uh, because it's fucking like incredibly easy to like dummy up the the FCS lines, especially like they were dummied up before anyone except for five dimes posted them. Yeah, <laughs> and so like Boston came on Twitter at like Saturday nine in the morning and just like tweeted them all out, and they all moved like eight points and he just like thought he was the smartest dude ever for identifying <laughs> all of that uh but they did move and they move after he tweets uh i think he's still got some clout yeah I, someone out there someone believes someone believes this stuff is good i don't think he's tweeted about um basketball this year though has he about any like games specifically he, yeah he tweeted about the wyoming game uh like some shit about the coach the oh. coach is good and the yeah. other coach is not good Oh yeah, or something. Okay, yeah. I mean, I that's, that can be any Boston tweet, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. One time I texted my friend that I'm like, "Oh, Boston's on this," and he's like, "Yeah, well, oh, it was. You know what it was? Boston tweeted out that this one coach was friend. The one coach was friends with the other coach from back in the day, or something. So they were going to be nice to each other and not run up the score. So he loved whatever team it was plus sixteen. And then an hour later, he tweeted out, uh, actually, I meant, it's act- the line's actually plus 26. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was legit just any price. Like, it's the dog, like, any price will do. <laughs> oh, yeah. That sounds like something Walls would say. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I think he did say that, actually. Yeah, he said on, it before. Uh, Under or pass, or like, you know, it's still good at this number. No number you can play yeah. over. Um, yeah, Boston was kind of that way. That and his betting on no, Rory McIlroy and the, the Masters. Knowing each other. Well, that was the rationale for the pick. It was, they're not going to blow him out. So it all sounded reasonable, right. plus 16, but then it's like, he literally didn't know it was oh, plus 26. 26. He, yeah. like, still would have betted at 16. <laughs> right. Um, um, yeah. yeah, I like, uh, I, I've got, like, a kind of a rankings of uh, my top five like boston tweet topics okay let's have it uh, i don't have like the specific tweets it, it's just so fucking impossible to search his tweets because he doesn't thread any tweets i told him one time like please for the love of god learn to thread your tweets and right. he actually replied he was like i don't know how i <laughs> right. sent him instructions he just didn't respond to me yeah he also i mean this is i'm sure this has been said before but if you look at his uh profile his picture and his background picture <laughs> is of is of his dog, R.I.P. Right. Uh, but but uh, the the profile picture is like rotated sideways, sideways, and the background picture is upright. And like someone told him, like, dude, like make and the, you can't see the thing, make it upright. You're missing the top like, and bottom on the one, so you can't see the dog's head or its feet in the one that <laughs> is right side up. <laughs> yeah. I, He's, he's obviously, like, uh, you know, not technological. What's savvy. the chance that he's, like, it's next like level months. trying to, like, long con someone to get a Haralabob-type setup, you know? He's like, I want to sling college basketball games at post. And someone's like, oh, yeah, Boston, he's been crazy for years. But it's all been an act. <laughs> it could could be, man. <laughs> I mean, he can already do that. I'm sure he's, people will already take his action there, though. Yeah. <laughs> and he does that. He tweets out games at post. Right. Too, so. Yeah, he's against the money. The whores banged it out. Um, so what is your, so what are your top five? Let's have the whole list. Uh, in no particular order, except this, this one is fifth for me, uh, is 
<laughs> his uh, college basketball rants, like the selection committee, okay, fucking everyone, understandable, and only like you know helping the blue bloods. That's fifth for me. Just hey, I have a question like, for you, you about know, that. Do you think that that is actually like? I think that some people are frustrated with Boston because he always repeats himself saying that. But I think some people actually think that. I'm of the opinion that um, that it might inform the decision a little bit, but it's not like outright rigged. What is your uh, kind of opinion on that? Well, what do you consider? What would outright rigged look like? I, I Something think, um, like, hey, the um, Duke, definitely biases Duke we're going bloods. to give the game the 8-9 seed that Duke is going to play is going to be the worst or something. Or, like, we're going to make sure that we put the really good six seed that we don't want to advance against a really strong two seed and stuff like that. Like, the that they have an agenda of who they want to advance and not. Yeah, if I were going to make a model to try to predict the seeding, uh, I would, I mean, just pulling this out of my ass, I would make the weighting of... Uh, like whether like a, I don't know a binary variable whether or not they're blue blood I would make it like 0.15 and then all the other factors 0.85 okay does <laughs> so that make think, sense yeah yeah I, I got know. you um, like they can't be super obvious about but in a, in a way they can because even if they were like what you know obvious would be like making the 16 seed like a nine seed right against Duke if they happen to be the eight seed that year, right? Yeah. They, like they can still they put like West Virginia in these incredibly awful draws every year, like back when they were good. Um, yeah, but that one to like me makes West no Virginia sense because even at Boston that one year. Why is West? Vir- I know that Boston harps on that, but why is West Virginia not a blue blood? Aren't they like always good and everyone knows the name of their coach and they're like on TV? I remember they had that team make the Final Four when Illinois was really good in two thousand three. Or they almost made the final four. Why would like the committee have an agenda against West Virginia? I don't understand. I guess I don't think they like Huggins. I mean, I think Huggins is pretty critical of them at times. Okay. Uh, so is Kyle Parry. I think he gets fucked sometimes too. Okay. Uh, and then, well, also Kyle Kyle is just like he's got all the one and dones. He was like the original one and done guy. But sure. I, like West Virginia, they're they're not a blue blood. Like they're they don't have the same TV draw as like. The, okay, the so you're saying Blue Blood, there's like five of them. Like Kentucky, yeah, UCLA, Carolina, Duke, that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. But I can also, yeah, I mean, if if it was between like West Virginia and uh, UNC Greensboro, they would uh, favor West Virginia. It's a spectrum, I guess. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel like, yeah, that's probably some of it. Yeah, I agree that that's some of it. I probably agree with you that that's a little bit. It just seems much more yeah. likely that it's incompetence when people are like, can you believe that they made the 11 seed SMU and the 6 seed Tulsa because SMU is going to be a two and a half point favorite. It's like <laughs> nobody knows that, you know, most people aren't like you. They don't understand spreads. Right, and like, right. They That's think true. the teams are close and won one more games. Like, yeah, they're idiots. What do you expect? Yeah. Yeah, you have to go by resume to a certain extent. Yeah. It seems like um, enough of these, like Ken Palm and... Um, maybe some other site, they automatically calculate that, like, wins above bubble. I feel like that might just become an official thing. Um, if they agree on some methodology and you, you know? They tried to do that last year, right? Oh, did they? Okay. And it sucked. Oh. <laughs> well, maybe they won't then. 
Uh, I don't think they'll ever do anything good, like okay, because they lose too much control over it. I, you know what? Uh, how much do you care about this? I don't actually really care about this topic. I just want to talk about Boston tweets. Okay, yeah, keep going. <laughs> uh, I don't care about so this that's, either. That's good for me because <laughs> no one's like, listening. <laughs> if you've got your favorite, if you got like your favorite band, you know, uh, and someone else is like, oh, I like that band too, you'll be like, you know, name your okay name five of their songs and then like the first song that they name is like their most popular song okay so that's you know that's kind of the same idea with boston's tweets that's those are the ones that everybody knows so for me that's the bottom gotcha uh the next four in no particular order uh tweeting that rory is going to win every tournament especially every major yes uh i searched rory and mcelroy and it's just like big uh yeah, Rory Big. There was that tweet uh, last year or two years ago at the Masters where he was. It was him and Reed on the final day, and he was like, "Reed's got no chance. None. He's gonna choke." And then Rory comes out and like hits a, a sick uh, drive and approach shot, and he's got it like a I don't know like a 15 footer for eagle, and then he like three or four putts for uh, par or bogey, and Boston's like surprised that Rory can't putt today. Something like, have you ever watched Rory play golf yeah. in your life? <laughs> yeah. Uh, his his golf tweets are incredible because he always bets on McElroy and he refuses to bet at Bookmaker on Twitter, much in the same way that he quits Twitter on Twitter. Um, and one time he tweeted out a rant about Bookmaker, how they, you know, they've stolen everything, you know, the forty cent line, this is highway robbery you know we just need something to happen absolute boycott in effect he then tweets out the next morning a golf pick he's like rory over rose but it was it wasn't one of the regular rotation numbers and that's because bookmaker lists um a bunch of them on and some of the sites list their own on the days of majors and so someone responds to him and goes boston like i don't see this line anywhere where is this and Favre responds. He's like, it's only at the book that he spent all day yesterday boycotting. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was the, uh, the the matchup against Reed, I think. I okay. remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's classic Boston. Okay, so Rory, got you. What else are the other three? Yeah, Rory. Um, tweeting about bears, like he really loves bears. I get that he's an animal lover, but like particularly grizzly bears. Wait, really? Uh, I don't, I'd have never heard yeah. of this. Yeah, I searched for it. I mean, like, the idea of it is not so bad, actually. Uh, Here, I'll just read. Now I catch the end of 60 Minutes, which involved this amazing nature photographer. It ended, thankfully, with a judge shooting down the hunting of the endangered grizzly bear. What is wrong with this world? People have told the photographer their dream is to kill a grizzly female. Okay. Uh, Another bear in a person's house has sparked more unnecessary panic. (laughs) <laughs> wouldn't that <laughs> perhaps if we just stopped building and gave the bears space to eat there would be no worry yeah I, um, okay I didn't so realize he. I'd never seen any of those tweets but I unfollowed him about a year ago and then refollowed him recently in preparation for this podcast yeah okay uh, so what yeah, are the other really ones in bears. the list coyotes too there's some in here about coyotes he just loves animals, but he just happens to tweet about bears a lot. I guess because bear attacks are in the news. Okay. And to be fair, like people do get too close to bears, I guess, and they go into their natural habitats. So, what do you expect? 
But sure. at the same time, it's like he fixates on just weird things to me, like Tony Shaver, Rory McIlroy, Bears. It's weird. Okay, so what are the other two things? Um, oh, like how it used to be in the old days, like at the Stardust, they would open the line, <laughs> they'd make the line themselves. He used to watch the sports ticker. Yeah. Did he? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think he also went to uh, UPenn. Oh, okay. <laughs> how did they get updates back in those days without the, uh, you know, the internet? <laughs> he, he had to go into the sports book and watch the ticker. I wonder see how, how the teams play. <laughs> I wonder how many people, um, like, quietly used to win at gambling back in the day, or if all the big winners were vocal, you know? Like, you know about Boston saying his thing and about, like, Billy Walter's group and stuff, but I wonder if there's some random guy out there who, like, was crushing back then and is crushing now or something. Mm. Probably. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't have internet back then, so... Yeah. <laughs> it was harder to be loud back in those days. Um, okay, so what do you want our last segment to be here? What should we... This is the business we've chosen and the podcast we've chosen, so how do you want to finish things off? Well, so we can take it back to, like, betting stuff. Like, yeah. we can talk about... Yeah, let's talk about I betting know, stuff. Whatever. Uh, what do you want to talk about? Or, or we could do the gambling Twitter characters as entourage characters <laughs> uh, talk. We've also got some q and uh, Oh, okay. It's all, it's, we've got two Q, uh, questions from okay. a friend of the pod, Dick, uh, or... What is he going by now? Um, spin. Okay. Or, um, I so it, you're the host. Yeah, let you me can pick the order. Okay, so the questions that we've got here are um, not clueless. Who says OMG? Rick responds, not really okay. a question. Digs. Um. Oh yeah. Also, this is just Rick today. Jordoga bailed at the last minute. Um. Just wasn't podcast material, apparently. Sad. Um, I don't see any questions. It's just clueless, not clueless, saying that a possible topic is the oft-injured Ravens cornerback Jimmy Smith hopes to be back for good. I assume this is a troll, but I don't follow the NFL, so I don't really know. Yeah, Jimmy, uh, I after the Raiders, or the, fuck, the Ravens traded for, uh, who did they even trade for, Peters? Um Diggs tweeted out their back, their uh, defensive backfield, and I said, "What about Jimmy? Uh, Jimmy Smith? I think is a talented player who's uh, struggles to stay on the field sometimes. So that's that's what <laughs> getting at there. Okay, this is the time. This is this is uh, he's he's back for good now. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't even like the Ravens. So I grew up a Bengals fan. Uh, it's funny, like I see, uh, I won't name any names, but I see people on Twitter complaining when their teams like lose the World Series. Okay. I literally haven't seen a professional team uh, from my hometown win a playoff game in my lifetime. Wow. Bengals, Reds, uh, what are the other sports? I don't know. Football, basketball, baseball. Do they have a... We, have a, we don't have a basketball team. Um, Reds, Bengals, no basketball? Pretty good, go Bucks. Oh, yeah. Ohio State is good. Um, okay, other questions we have here from N.A. at Jezuspin. Mary yeah. fuck kill DVOA F plus QBR. Um, 
I I don't know what F plus is. I imagine it's something to rate quarterbacks. <laughs> that's uh, I think that's Brian Fermel's F plus minus thing. FBI. Oh. I thought that was with college football, not with NFL. Isn't the DVOA with NFL? Yeah, but uh, I don't. I, they don't necessarily need to be the same league, I guess. Okay, so it's just three I, rating sure. systems. Gotcha. I don't um, know. DVOA yeah, yeah. seems pretty good to me. I've never really understood why everyone hates Football Outsiders on gambling Twitter. I think DVOA seems really good. Um, yeah, I mean, they try and sell their gambling picks, but like people just don't understand what gambling is, so I kind of give them a pass there. Okay. Is that a hot take? What, what's your take on DVOA? Do you, or do you have no takes? Well, do you want to do all three first? Which one would you marry? You know what? <laughs> You know Mary fucking. <laughs> do you, do you, so you want to go one one uh, at a time? Okay. Each of us. I like the. I think VBOA. Uh, I found it to have some value. I use it. Well, uh, what is what sort of mar- I mean, are we like? Do I have to live with Aaron Schatz if I marry DVOA, or like, do I have well, to live with Brian Burke if I marry QBR? Uh, I don't know. We can. I guess we'll have to yeah, I guess I ask thought through yeah. the ramifications of this. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe if there was a more detailed question next time, it'll get answered on the pod. Anyway, what were you saying about DVOA? I, all right. So I'll do. I'll do my. I'll do mine. Oh, okay. Uh, I would. I would. Uh, I would kill F plus. I actually like looked at it pretty extensively a few years ago uh, to try to, to to like incorporate it into my stuff. I, I'm, I'm like I have a pretty low threshold for like at least at a low weighting, incorporating metrics into what I do. Okay. And F-plus just, like, sucked uh, so bad. It, like, the, um, I don't know if you agree with this. I actually saw you tweeted at him to, like, try to backtest some stuff. I, uh, um, I have but, kind of explored his stuff like you have. Um, I don't really know if it's good or not. He seems smart, and... He seems yeah, thoughtful. Sure I just don't idiot. think he, I don't think the questions he tries to answer are relevant really for betting on point spreads. You know what I mean? Like I think he, I think his info just isn't great for gambling specifically, although I think it's kind of good. Like I have also mm-hmm. found that it's very not useful. Yeah. I, um, I think he is like a knockoff S and P plus. Uh, I, I think S&P Plus is decent. Yeah, I don't know uh, much about S&P Plus at all. Available metrics go. Yeah. Um, so which one are you marrying, fucking, and killing? Uh, probably DVOA, just because the QBR... I forgot that Burke was uh, the QBR guy. And also, like, the people that like QBR to kind of... Well, so wait, this would mean I would fuck QBR. Yeah, I, I guess I guess that's, that's fine. Uh... Yeah, if I could kill two, I would kill QBR and F plus. Gotcha. But it's just like the the people that invented and uh, stand QBR are smug and arrogant. Yeah, I guess that's true of Shads too. So um, yeah, but I think really that's a good outcome here. Yeah, although not clueless is probably not helpful. <laughs> I mean, when you get berated <laughs> nonstop. Yeah. yeah. Um, I could see him being a little defensive. Um. But sometimes they are a little clueless, and not clueless is not clueless. So, right. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
much about QBR because I've never really looked at it and I don't really follow the NFL, but I am from Chicago. And so there are some Bears fans who I'm friends with. And I remember that after last season or maybe two seasons ago, after some season, it was my consensus and it seemed the general consensus that Mitch Trubisky was bad um, and he was the quarterback for the Bears. But QBR ranked him third <laughs> in the season or something, like ahead of Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Oh, this was over the entire season, I believe. Um, I don't know why. It must be because they weight running too much or something. Yeah, <laughs> but he was like, yeah, he was ranked 100% third. What it, is. <laughs> it was so laughable. And so people used to, back when you still could kind of make that argument, although it seems now that everyone is on the. Trubisky's like Nickelback at this point. Yeah. He he uh, has not been good this year. Yeah. Um, oh. He doesn't seem like he's been good. I don't really know why they... Yeah, it seems like everything went poorly and everyone knew it was going to... Everyone kind of smart knew it was going to go poorly the whole time, right? Like, when they traded up, everyone's like, this is stupid. When they picked him, they're like, this is stupid. When he started, this guy doesn't look very good. And now it's like, it seems like that was all correct. Is that, like, generally the situation? Sorry, I was replying to a tweet. Uh, uh, what did you say? <laughs> this is the engagement we got here. It was real bottom, bottom of the barrel guests. <laughs> um, what is the tweet? It's podcast related, though. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, this is funny. I, um, so when Jordoga bailed on the podcast, I said that I bet Not Clueless is going to tweet at, or he's going to yeah. message me at 3 o'clock saying, when is the podcast coming? But it was at one forty, so and it's via tweet. So many, by 10. yeah. Um, so many. So if anyone asks a question right now, which no one would know. <laughs> well, we we've got we've got one more question here from uh, Jezespin. Okay, what's he got? Um, when was the last time? Oh my oh, god, these are just gonna be ridiculous questions. When was I forgot. The last time Spanky saw his dick. Probably not since he worked at Deutsche. <laughs> Uh, if even then. Okay. Um, I have no idea. I got bank. I got blocked by Spanky like on his second day on Twitter or something. So I have missed the Spanky stuff. Spanky hasn't blocked me uh, yet. Well, he unblocked maybe. me really recently. So maybe he unblocked everyone or something. But I was blocked. Maybe forever. he's trying to get on the pod, get more accounts. Oh, that's yeah. That's that's a good point. You gotta be careful. I gotta be careful right. how to use my Here, influence. We- We've got one I actually get sometimes, like in real life. Why is your it, essentially why is your handle t- Chatham? Oh, um, there you I go. guess people think like because Tim is in there, my name would be Tim. Yeah. So when I was uh, younger and like I first started using the internet, they, I had AOL. I had these chat rooms on AOL, and uh, this is kind of the origin story for my trolling. I would just go in the chat rooms and troll people, and I made my username Chatham three because we were. I, I was just like we were chatting, I guess. Their chat rooms. Okay. So that was my aim screen name. Chatham on three. AOL back in the day. There you go. Yeah, it's like uh, chat them. So you just outed yourself to someone if there's an overlap between people that were AIM friends with you and people that listen to this podcast. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I guess so. If those, yeah, if they're listening. Yeah, you never know. Um, and you cut this part. Yeah, I'll cut it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, what else should we talk about here? 
Uh, we were uh, going to talk about betting-related stuff, right, or no? Yeah, we can do that. We can do, uh, I mean, there's so much, there's such a, a rich tapestry of topics. Yeah, well, my we day's open, the so. Entourage gambling Twitter. Oh, yeah, uh, so a friend of mine, a friend of mine characters. does this a lot, um, with TV shows that he likes, especially with big character casts. Um, you just, like, compare everyone to a character on the show, but he usually does it, like, very meanly, so you pick, like, the most insulting person, for example, say that someone reminds you of Turtle from Entourage, you know, like, that would be kind of the most insulting one. Um, yeah. Yeah. Who did I come up with earlier today? Yeah, so... I, uh... You said Spanky was drama. Okay. I said Spanky was Turtle. Okay. Both seem reasonable. I, <laughs> thinking about this, I would say uh, he should be, like, um, like, Josh Weinstein steen or okay. uh like one of the competing a- agents who isn't as good like terrence oh. terrence would be a good one for spanky yeah because spanky's a dinosaur okay and <laughs> yeah i don't know so what's the deal um, with on sports betting twitter did anyone talk about spanky before he opened his account and just like started showing those videos and stuff because that was no, last year right before that okay but he had been operating, but, I guess, for longer than that, if he's a dinosaur. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, oh, yeah. Rufus is Phil Yagoda, but just because they look alike. <laughs> well, yeah, also because, like, Phil is the guy who's always behind drama when no one else likes him. Oh. <laughs> uh, and I think that's sort of, like, Rufus's persona to uh, like just be positive about everything, like see the good in everyone, yeah. even when they very clearly suck ass. <laughs> hey, it could be worse. Seeing the good in people not so bad. Um, yeah, I had to I had to unfollow just because of all the like when I see like someone talk about CLV on Twitter, it like makes me go into a dark place, and I just have to, you know, get out of there. What do you mean? It's just hard to watch, you know, like. It would be hard to watch the first time or the third time, but, like, who's talking about, what, this is the 800 time, like, people are still talking about this. I saw some in my activity feed, it's like, someone liked a tweet about how CLV doesn't matter that much. And, like, just anyone who yeah. has takes, just over the topic in general, I'd say. Well, there's only so many topics that you can discuss on gambling Twitter. That is a good point. <laughs> um... Yeah, there's not really. It you think it would be good with like college basketball and college football both happening right now, but I guess no one on Twitter really wants to talk about anything all that interesting. Um, you know. Yeah, unless a game is happening and they're, they're like bitching about, oh, the, he really took a three with three seconds left down ten. Sure. <laughs> you know, shit like that. Yeah. So, do you watch uh, games right. when Who's you like tense? when you bet on something? Do you watch games or no? Sometimes, yeah. Are you like a sports Depends. fan? I... Sorry? Are you like a sports fan? Will you like, I imagine you are. You watch sports and stuff and follow like the Heisman race, etc. Those sorts of things? Yeah, um, yeah, I was saying earlier, like uh, the MLB playoffs, I think I'd watch without any action on it. Okay. I think uh, like the, it's just very suspenseful and fun to watch enjoyable it's more fun with action on it for sure um yeah like nfl i'll watch big college football matchups i'll watch uh nba i like 
the more I get into NBA recently, the harder it is to watch college basketball. Okay. But I'll still watch Ohio State uh, college basketball and football. Yeah. Um, and golf. Nice. Really like golf. Yeah. Yeah, what about you? Uh, golf's the only one I really watch. Um, I've been playing golf forever, and I just like watching golf. been watching it forever. Um, yeah, I don't really watch anything else. I like watching the NBA playoffs at, like, the end, you know, sometimes. Like, I'll watch a few of the finals games, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I watched the Cubs World Series when they were in the World Series a few years ago, and that's probably it. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was pretty crazy because I was living in Chicago at the time and uh, not working. I was doing nothing, just like watching the games and stuff. It was pretty fun. Gotcha. All right, do we have any more questions or what's the deal here? Well, let's finish the entourage thing. Okay, let's finish the entourage thing. Who's Vince? Well, that kind of depends on how you categorize Vince. If you view Vince as like the lead and like a Hollywood movie star, and it's a good thing, that would be one answer maybe. But if you view him as like Adrian Grenier's terrible and like annoying and Entourage really sucked at the end and stuff, and it would be an insult. <laughs> um, an awful actor. Yeah, then it would be something different. So it depends how involved Adrian Grenier is in the discussion. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's just skip that. Jeff Ma's Lloyd. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> okay. I had to get that one in there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, who else is, who is not clueless? Um, is he like the person who, um, mm, no, that's not a really good one. I don't really know who Not Clueless is. Let me pull up a list of characters here. Yeah. Who's who's Jezuspin? Um, Billy Walsh. That's an easy one. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, just kind of like the most um, explicit character, if you will. Yeah. Uh, who is Sasha? Uh, that Joffy girl is Sasha. Okay, who, who's Sasha? Sasha Gray, the porn star. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, from the end of Entourage. Let's keep it at, like, before those parts. I, didn't, I don't really remember those parts of Entourage. Oh, my God, oh, okay. those last seasons were so bad. With, like, uh, um, Eminem. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. But we'll say, uh, we'll say not clueless as E. Okay, that's pretty insulting, but I guess you have to give really? it to him. E? He's like the brains. E, the, the series ends up being about E. Yeah, but it's like, like he's the main character, not Vince. Yeah, but like he's the brains know. of the bunch. But it, he's also like kind of delusional, right? It's kind of like he's the dopey brains. Yeah. What's the problem? <laughs> well, I don't know. That's a little <laughs> insulting. <laughs> and he's like five feet tall. Uh, mm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's not a perfect comparison. Yeah. But... Who's Kelly in Vegas? Shauna? I guess not really. Shauna's like mean. Uh, Kelly is also Sasha. Okay. <laughs> Who's Scott Kahn? Oh, shit. That's oh, a good one. you know who it is? Um, Pain Insider. 
You know how yeah, he has like the picture like, of him like wearing a slick suit and he's like yeah. the man? Yeah, kind of looks like Scott Kahn. <laughs> um, hmm. Ari? Who's Ari? It's a tough one because Ari's clearly the best character. Yeah, probably. I don't think there's really a best gambling Twitter. I mean, maybe Farv. Yeah. Is it, would it be Farv for you? I don't know. For To be Ari? I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, we got... I don't know if you're following on Twitter. We got a bunch <laughs> of new questions. Oh, okay. Let's see it. Do you want to do like more actual gambling talk first or Yeah, sure. Let's let the questions build up for a few minutes and uh, do some gambling talk. Okay. Which uh, which sport do you want to talk about? Baseball, NFL? Let's do MLB. You know the MLB? Yeah. Okay. What do you mean no? I mean like do you know do you bet on the MLB and think you know what you're doing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't even bet on the MLB, but I will next year. I, mean, I, don't, so. I don't follow like off season moves that much until like Okay, I'm not gonna know so. any I'm not gonna know any of the players' names, so okay. <laughs> Yeah, we don't need okay. to chat about that stuff. I guess gotcha. Yeah. So what do you want? I don't know. You wanna just ask me questions? Yeah. Um let's pick the brain here. Do you think that do you think you could get Okay. Let's say whoever the person is who's the end boss of the MLB market, who like is just betting anything that's more than a penny off, like at the full limit as many times as they can, because they're just so end boss. If that person exists, do you think that they are doing like a simulation-based game model, or something more like what you talked about before? Like, no, nah, just kind of like pretty analytical, like pretty good. Do you think that there's someone out there who has something really, really good that's a lot better than other people, or not really? Yeah, that's a good question. So I, I think it can actually be uh, either or. If if uh, they're using like just just straight modeling without any subjective factors, then yeah, I think they would. You you have to like you can't really cut corners. You've got to be very tight uh, on your stuff, and that would probably involve doing a sim and like a bunch of other stuff too. But there are, I think there are also people out there that are very in tune to uh, like evaluating pitcher mechanics and knowing when people are hurt before the market is and they or anything like that that's sort of not something that you're necessarily going to model out although you could model that now with with, uh, with the data that they've got um, with PitchFX and StatCast but I think there are people that have more, not necessarily, like, yeah, more subjective factors that uh, can also bet near post and maybe win. Um, it's a good, it's an interesting question. I have to think more about that. But that, those would be my initial thoughts. So when you're, yeah, because I guess it's hard to know because if you're running like a sim and you had some info that was like, this pitcher is a little bit hurt or something. I wonder how that even gets incorporated into the sim mechanically. Like, because you well, probably don't just have a well, number for the dude, you know? It's not like this guy is one good or, you know, X amount good. It's going to be a bunch of numbers, I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. 
I guess you could get so. Yeah. I was thinking with the sim that I built, it was literally there's player A and pitcher A, and there's going to be an outcome here. But I guess you could do it more like this guy's going to throw an 86 mile an hour pitch in the upper corner or something. You know, you could even try and predict what kind of pitches are going to follow after others. I guess you could like really go down the rabbit hole, although that seems almost certainly useless. Um, all that stuff and impossible. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I was thinking that they would be there would be two. There's two different guys that can bet near post, they're, they're, but they're separate. So one is the guy running the sims, and then the other person is the one with the subjective info on whether a pitcher is hurt. And then in the latter case, that person wouldn't really need to necessarily make a number on the game. They would just be able to bet because that like theoretically that info wouldn't right. be reflected in the line yet okay so there conceivably might be some guy who has a few like edges over the market like... he waits till post and he's like these are a touch underpriced i think i hope yeah. interesting right. yeah i kind of felt that way about like betting on the patriots and nfl you know like i feel like people say that sort of thing like if you just wait till the end like if you just bet like no model can pick kind of the same thing with like Rutgers this year or something if you're like showing an edge against them like just you have to bet it you know what I mean um right like things oh, that yeah. are so bad can't be Dude, captured I, w- I wish I could show an edge against Rutgers right I think those are the sorts of things that there's some things that like if you had a really good edge like with a pitcher or something that might just never be priced into the market or something so you could kind of freely fire the fire the bets at post but then again you'd also be betting at post I don't know Sounds hard. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I made some bets near post in MLB this year. It, like stuff moves. Like, are you a believer that last... like the the number at the end is like totally fair and no one currently beats no, that? No, of course not. Okay, good. No, I, of course not. Okay. Not totally fair, no. Okay, so silly. I guess you think that there are plenty of people who are just waiting till the end, you know, betting huge not getting any clv yeah. and doing very well it, it it's the most uh it's the most accurate and efficient publicly available uh estimation of the probability of the game okay but conceivably there might be a hundred private versions that are a little bit better or something <laughs> i'm not sure yeah or 20 I, private uh, versions or one private version on average something. maybe not but yeah yeah interesting um yeah, it seemed when I started betting it, I noticed the first the first day I was betting, I bet against Kershaw or something, and I was like, I knew that this dumb model was going to show an edge against Kershaw. Like, any dumb model you build, it's going to be like, oh, bet against, you know, really good person, or like, bet on really bad person. And sometimes, like, maybe that could be good, because things are not priced correctly, but usually it's like, nah, your model's not very good. Um, so that's when I was like, okay, this is probably bad. Then I redid some things, and I thought it was going to be good. Um, and the thing that killed me, I thought the numbers it was spitting out were like kind of garbage, but if I adjusted them a bunch, whatever, they weren't awful. But then I got some matchup with a new prospect or something, you know? And I was like, oh, I never even thought about how to like <laughs> evaluate some dude who's like never pitched before, you know? Um, yeah. So then and I was like, are, I might as, well just hang the cle- might as well hang the cleats up here, um, call it a season about four days in. Yeah. Go back into the yeah, lab. I, uh, come back stronger next year. I, I, yeah, I still show 
um, edges on like new prospects coming up a lot. That's that's a tough one to deal with. Yeah, it seems um, really hard because like I just don't know enough about baseball. I'd have to like follow baseball for a while to even learn about. Like I don't even like know all the rules of the sport, you know. Yeah, I oh yeah, I tried um to do hockey last year. And I don't know shit about hockey. Uh, I I learned a little bit about it this year when or, or last year when the Blue Jackets were in the playoffs. But I still like I I bought um Stephen Shea's book, Hockey Analytics, and just, like, read it without really even knowing anything about hockey. Okay. And uh, it's pretty interesting, but it doesn't did not uh, work out. Yeah. I gave up after a week. Hockey so. seemed tough to me when I fought. I was tailing one guy one year um, who used to post on Twitter, I think, but then stopped. I don't even remember what his name was. And I just noticed that the lines didn't really move. So I was like, this seems like a weird market, but allegedly stuff is off and you can bet a lot. I don't really know much about it, um, but it definitely does seem tricky. I've heard uh, just bet against the Knights at home. Uh, just wait until Pope and bet against the Knights when they're at home. Oh, that's the angle? I don't really know the veracity of that, yeah, because they just take so much money if they're in Vegas, I guess. I, I'm not really sure. Huh. Yeah, I don't I don't either. do that, but... Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely don't bet on hockey at all. Yeah, the, it's just weird. It, I don't know. It seems like the spreads would be tighter, too. I don't know. Um, right. And I know that guy, Dink, I used to follow him. He tweeted hockey plays. But I don't know if they mm-hmm. I didn't see enough of them to know if they won or anything. Um, Dink, yeah, that reminds me. He, Dink was in Best of It. My favorite scene in Best of It is when... Uh, Boston is doing that interview, and he just stops mid-interview and, like, leans over and snorts a, a line off of right. his desk. Yeah. <laughs> that movie was uh, Which, solid. Yeah, I liked it. What do you think about The Shrink? Do you think it was a fake death? Fake death R- or real R- death? R.I.P. to a real one. Okay. What? Was it a what? fake death or a real death? Like, I don't know if you're aware, but the general consensus is he accrued a large gambling debt bet it all yeah. to try to make it back, lost, offed himself. But there's kind of like a conspiracy theory that he fake killed himself and is actually off in the sunset somewhere, you know? Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I don't no know idea. either. I was saying if you had a take. <laughs> Damn, I hope... Uh... I'm reading these questions that are coming in. Um... Yeah, I don't know anything about any of that. Yeah. What do you have thoughts? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I I don't know. It seems crazy to me that it like he ran up some huge debt. I don't know. I guess that's more old school and more Vegas. Like I don't know anyone who has run up like a lifelong debt, but I feel like there's a lot of people who are in Vegas or in like the poker world who are you know like lifelong degenerates that everyone knows and they're just like always broke. And everyone knows it, but they have big debts. Like everyone I know who has a debt, it like is either settled or they're cut off like forever. You know, it's not like we're still hanging out. So it right. seems crazy that he would. How could he accumulate a debt that was like so big he has to kill himself? And then how could he? Have you ever been stiffed? Have I ever been stiffed? Yeah. Yeah. Why? What you're saying, like. 
So you do know people with debts. Those people have debts to you. Yeah, but what I'm saying is I don't know a per- like he was at sports books and stuff and making bets and like hanging out with everyone and everyone was talking to him. But like he also owed someone so much money he had to kill himself. Like you know. Yeah, I think. Um, like, did he owe a million dollars to someone when he was watching the best of it? Amongst- he what? Like when he's being filmed in the best of it, is does he owe someone a million dollars at that point or something? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And then who is that person who lets him bet it all to try and make it back? I don't know. It's just there's a lot of shady details. Right. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine he bet it all to win it back with the same person that he owed the money to, right? Yeah, but who lets That's a like, guy like that with a reputation like that bet? I mean, the number had to, he had to have owed more than $100,000, right? Like, there's no way it's less than that number. Sure, yeah. So who's letting him bet? Uh, maybe they didn't know. Maybe they didn't yeah. know about the debt. I know, but, like, no college basketball market is that big. You can't bet right. a life amount. <laughs> like, even if it was hundred k, you still probably couldn't bet that amount. Unless maybe True. he had a bunch of credit accounts and just maxed them all out on the same play and then was right. dead when they came calling. I don't know. Well, if you're if you're out there, shrink. Yeah, call in, shrink. Tweet it. Maybe he's on one of these uh, Twitter accounts. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's. Uh, should we get to some of these questions? Yeah. Okay. Some of these have built up. Yeah. So. Okay. So where does everyone live? Where does everyone do their grocery shopping? Again, I imagine this is a troll of some sorts. I I don't know how though. <laughs> um, uh, Columbus, Ohio, Giant Eagle. Yeah. Slash Whole Foods sometimes depends. Like once every two months, I'll do Whole Foods. I live in. Uh, actually, I'm moving very soon. I'm moving to uh, all over the place. I'm just gonna go full Rufus and kind of hop around the world for a little bit. Um, but I usually do nice. shopping, just Trader Joe's, or I don't like going to Whole Foods because uh, just so ridiculously expensive. Um, you know, you go there for like two things and you spend 60 bucks versus yeah, you go to Trader true. Joe's for like everything, spend 30 bucks. We got to grind out all the edges anywhere we can get them, you know? Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Not Clueless is so deep on some of these trolls that, yeah, it's like the hundredth level of trolling. I don't even know what area, I don't even know where the joke is, you know? It just so, looks like regular English to me. Someone follows up, or Jezespin follows up about Whole Food sales. I'm assuming that they, like, have some argument about where the best place is to shop. Oh, okay. That's my guess. Wow, this Twitter is really um, blowing up here. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Is anyone in any notable football contests? I almost joined the Super Contest this year. Would have been my first year, but no. Okay. I did it. Are you? Um, I did the super contest every year since I turned 21, and I did the gold, um, I think, just once, right? This is the second year. But I couldn't do it this year because I was uh, I was gone for a while in the summer and just never got to Vegas in time to register. Um, I thought about going, like, the last day, but then I, I literally don't even know what I'm doing in the NFL. I just, like, pick, pick a team, basically, you know? Um, but yeah, I usually do it. It's pretty fun. It gives you something to watch and root for. And then with like 
mm-hmm. the rake and gold, it becomes kind of ridiculous. Because I, I think the first year gold was no rake, but I think now it is. Um, I don't know. I wanted to win, but you only, you only can win the gold, and you got no shot of that anyway. So, And you got to yeah. pay those fees. The proxy fees are kind of ridiculous too, you know? Yeah, that that's why it's, yeah. I'm not sure that I'd, like you'd have an edge. Oh, you definitely like, don't have yeah proxy fees. It seems impossible to have an edge, but it's more like just kind of fun to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even know how that would like. If you win that, what do they? They have to give you the post tax amount, right? Like you win fifty five percent of whatever you win or something. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, sure. That would uh, that would also hurt your edge a bit. Let's see what else we got here. Commemorate his first tweet of Nov. Um, this is actually a fantastic idea. Segment reading and discussing Favre tweets. I mean, sounds that's, good. That's sounds your, good to me. That's, that's, thing, that's where you I eat. Yeah. That. Yeah. Um, Maybe you can do a solo pod. Yeah, I could. I could do it. I thought about, well, actually, for this one, I thought about doing um, a troll pod where I was pretending to be Alan Boston during the selection show. But uh, <laughs> I don't know if I have the full commitment to that. Yeah. Um, if yes, follow up. How are you doing in them? Oh, you know, I have an actual, I have a notable story that kind of fits in with this football contests. I was in the. Uh, I was in the Philly Godfather Hilton Super Contest Mirror Contest when I was in college. Um, <laughs> he hosted it on his forum. This is right when I was starting to get into sports betting and was following the Philly Godfather. He had like a website that he just started. So on the website, they had a Hilton Super Contest Mirror Contest. Free to enter. You posted your picks on the forum by whatever day, and then it got added up. They were like, you know... 60 people in it or something or 100 people and he was going to give away a thousand dollars to first place so i was like okay sure i kind of want to just keep up with the super contest this season you know i'll just do it here make sure it's official so i win the contest on his thing and he i go okay can i can you pay me the thousand dollars and he goes no 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 sorry um you weren't a member of the site because he, you could have like a paid subscription to get his moves from like Baba and Sheep, <laughs> I think are the names, Rooster, whatever he's calling them, the animals and his crew. Um, yeah. So I, he was like, you have to be a member of the site. And it was like $100 a month or something. And I was like, oh, well, you never said that. <laughs> and he was like, no, man, it's clearly in the rules, clearly in the rules, man. And then he like blocked me on Twitter and that was the end of it. But I was, I was like a junior in college or something. It was the first time I'd been stiffed, and uh, my first insight into the world of, quote, professional gambling with Philly Godfather and the animals. Ouch. Yeah. Um, let's see. Did any of you buy your wives from the same place you get ramen noodles and or whole octopi? Yeah. No. <laughs> the, the N.A. Yeah. Jezespin trolls? are um they're like not clueless and i don't even understand what's happening in them they're just like yeah very explicit yeah friend of the pod and a 
Jazz has been. Yeah. Does um, anyone here go to Popeyes one? Oh, actually, this is actually an interesting. The Popeyes sandwich last night. This is an interesting question. Um, Does anyone here go to places like Outback or Chili's unironically? If you're in a flyover country, you're excused. Um, my answer is no. And I don't. Is this implying his answer is yes? I don't even understand this question. Uh, well, I, I would think it's implying that he doesn't do this because oh, okay. he said unironically. Well, I'm not sure it could go either way. But why even ask the question? Uh, Who goes to Outback and Chili's? Because I think like one of the other people who uh, are asking questions here do. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I fuck no. I would never. I yeah. It would take a lot to get me to do that. <laughs> Chili's is okay. Uh, it wouldn't be like in my top twenty choices, but in a pinch, Chili's is fine. Uh, Applebee's sucks. Outback sucks. Like any steak, any like any of those like fast food steaks. No, never get steak. Yeah. But, like, Chili's can be okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, wait, I want to go back to the Not Clueless favorite restaurants. Uh, I tried the Popeye's chicken sandwich last night. I waited, like, 30 minutes in line. So I don't... When I got up to the... What is... Yeah. Um, I thought Popeye's sold chicken sandwiches. This is a new thing they now sell? Yeah. What did they used to sell? Or they just changed the formula or something? Just chicken. I don't get why it's a big deal for everyone. Well, have you tried it? (laughs) So, like, did anything change, I mean, in the last six months that I'm now hearing about this all the time? You know what I'm saying? They started offering it. Oh, I'm saying, what does Popeye's sell before this? I thought they used to sell chicken. Just just, uh, fried chicken, like like KFC. So it used to only be fried chicken, and now they have a fried chicken sandwich. This is the innovation? That's right. Okay. Yep, you got Just it. wanted to make sure I had all the points correct. It's good, man. Uh, when I got up, I waited a half hour, and when I got up to the drive-thru, the guy told me they were out. Okay. And uh, I was just, like, speechless, and then he was like, nah, I'm, I'm playing with you, man. <laughs> um, but, but then I also ordered apple pies, and at first they said there was a 10-minute wait. I said, no problem. I waited. For like, five minutes they come out, and they're like, actually, we're out until Friday. So. Wow. But, yeah, it's the sandwich is good. This was actually the second time I've had it. Okay. Uh, it was good both times. Yeah. There's a lot of questions here. Yeah, we got to... Um... Jesus. What do you want to do? How do how do we end the pod? Or how long is this pod even supposed to go? We've got an hour and twenty four minutes here. Um, how do you incorporate credit card rewards when shopping, catch all card, or store specific? Depends on the card, right? If if you can just get like the same amount via shopping or or a statement credit, I'll do a statement credit. You have yeah. to shop, I'll do like gift cards. This is uh, you're giving these questions your sincerest effort. It's it's well this is very professional podcasting. Well they're they're like I guess they're like troll questions to a certain extent, but they can be They can be answered seriously, correct. Um Yeah. 
I don't do credit card rewards game. I like I just have one and put it all on that one. It seems kind of crazy because my life is grinding seems for like tiny edges, but uh, I just can't grind for those tiny edges. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is a pretty small edge. <laughs> yeah. You gotta um, at least do the saber. I got the saber recently. It's, what's the uh, saber? Four X points on food and dining. Oh wow! And I assume you probably eat out a lot. I do. Yes. Not at Chili's, very often, but yeah, not at might have to try it out. Not the steak though. All right, here's a betting question. Maybe we'll end it on this if we don't get a good question after this. Okay. If you could only bet into derivative markets, what's your choice? Um. Yeah, this is a weird question. I don't, I don't get it. Um. Yeah. I mean, probably player props. That's like the biggest edge, I think. Yeah. Player props are good for making money, but uh, you get stiffed a lot. You'll get kicked off a lot. Yeah, that's true. Into derivative markets, well, what's your choice? What derivative market is that not true for? Like first halves? Um, yeah, I don't know. Does that count? I think that's what he means with this. I think he would count like quarters. Yeah, I don't know what the question is. Um, hmm. Should we talk about next guest to have on the pod? Who should follow you? Yeah, I was saying. Uh, I had a, um, I had a couple ideas. I think Sam would be good. Okay. He has some funny. That is uh, this guy. Funny Twitter demeanor. That's this guy and still undefeated. Dot dot dot. Yeah. Yeah, with the old the picture of R.J. Bell, but old. Yeah. I assume, or maybe that's actually what he looks like. I don't know. Do you know the or do you know the origin of this like everyone is stupid but us that is his um that's in his description because he see i see people on seville say that a lot like something along those lines did fezzik say that one time or something no i think they mean it yeah okay to a certain extent gotcha <laughs> okay <laughs> everyone is stupid but us it's funny um Let's see what we got here. Okay, so he could come on the podcast. Yeah, well, I started off and I wanted to have people on that I knew were good because I listened to Bullock's podcast and some of the episodes are really good and some of them aren't. And I was like, oh, I'll have only good good episodes. But uh, right. it's very hard to get people to come on, come on the show. <laughs> I asked like yeah. 20 people for this. Everyone here, said this, no, this including Rick and the other person supposed to be on this podcast and only one of them made it. Right. Maybe he'll do his own episode. Uh, Jordoga. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Jordoga. He's like um, the guy that I make and share numbers with. I guess you'd call him my partner. Yeah, he's a. Uh, I give him a small shout out, but pretty weak to bail on the pod. Uh, we'll see if we can get him on yeah. a different time. Maybe he got too high and just didn't want to admit it. Oh, that's a good point. Here, what about this MWPGT guy? Oh, yeah. You know him? Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I'll have him on the pod. He's got an open invite. I don't follow him, or he doesn't follow me, so I can't send him a DM. Okay. So someone send a DM? I don't know. Yeah, he seems uh, like he bets on sports. Have him on the pod. I see uh, we could get Muck Nuts on the pod. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. 
Yeah, he's won uh, won some contests before. Who's winning the Super Contest this year? The Super Contest Gold, is it anyone of note? I remember the first uh, year no, Favre no. almost won. He finished second or something. It was close. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the regular one. It just seems ridiculous at this point. I don't even... Do people even like doing it? It's like so many people. I guess they expanded the payouts this year, so conceivably you could um, finish in the money. Yeah, not sure. This is thrilling material here. Okay. Um, yeah, sorry. Oh, you're good. I was looking at something. What should we... Uh, all right, should we just end this podcast, or we got any other topics to discuss? All right. Sorry. Hello? Hey. Sorry, I got another call. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's um let's pick something, let's pick a good topic to end on. Okay. Uh Hmm. I told you to outline this man. Yeah. Well, the pop. Doesn't really matter, right? Yeah, it's, we had some good talks. There were some good sports thoughts in here. Let's see, Amazon.com, Founders Club, Travel, Cover. Oh, this guy's giving me golf club recommendations. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, Looking for a new golf travel bag? No. I can't golf, man. I'm saying I am, and this guy just shilled me a new... uh, I asked a few weeks ago for a a bag, and he here he is. He has it right here, Founders Club. Okay. Nice. I'll give him the That's good. Ghost of PZ can be the the assistant to Ari after Lloyd gets fired slash quits. Jake, who's just like <laughs> generally nice and helpful. Ghost of PZ yeah, is the one. Jake of uh of gambling Twitter. Fezzik Fezzik is uh Bob Ryan. No, I who did I say was Bob Ryan? <laughs> can Fezzik be Bob? I, did Fezzik ever... I don't understand. Was Fezzik ever a professional gambler who made money in gambling? Do you know the answer? Yeah, and Ruben used to talk about this on one of the Bullock pods. He was, okay. he was uh, like, like, good, I guess, in, like, 2008. Okay, so he, like, Maybe. lived in Las Vegas and drove to the Mirage or whatever and bet a 1000 bucks on whatever. He, like, lived the Vegas pro-better lifestyle and actually won, maybe back in the day or maybe he scammed rebates or it did something you know was doing that professionally i think so okay but what happened he like seems like a crazy man now like did he become crazy has he always been crazy i just don't really get him you know i think i've seen people speculate that he got brain damage somehow (laughs) it seems possible uh it's i mean also the markets have just gotten tougher like you'll see him still sometimes like a few years ago he uh, was just betting every NBA playoffs game under, and okay. like specifically game sevens because game sevens go like big games go under. Okay. And that was probably maybe enough to win like gotcha. twenty years ago. Like Boston probably used to win like that too. Yeah. But but Boston at least it seems like he makes numbers and he talks like a. I mean, he doesn't sound like a crazy man, you know. Really. Well, he sounds like a different kind of crazy, you know? Yeah. Boston, I at um, least believe, 
one time made a living betting, and maybe even currently. That doesn't seem impossible to me. Fezzik, it's like, there's yeah. no way that this man's brain... What? You know? <laughs> he used to be an actuary, you know that? He I, went to Northwestern. I have heard that, yes. It's funny because... Um, yeah. I don't really want to take shots at actuaries, so we can just move on. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, how he does, like, he's got the thing that he always tweets, like, at the end of a half. He's like, you need to tackle all the receivers because it's like a loophole. Oh, yeah. Place. That's a great strategy tidbit. Yeah. Oh, that's a great. I'm, I'm someone was asking for the best Favre tweets. He will always say you could and should hire hire Fesic. <laughs> Let's see if I can find one of these. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, I was just laughing, picturing Fezzik like back at his actuary job, just like yelling about something like that in the office about life insurance, like some loophole in life insurance. Yeah, everyone's just looking <laughs> at him like, "Sit down, dude." Yeah. Oh, let's see. So Favre, I guess this is the tweet he's talking about. Okay, I'm unblocked by Spanky now. So Spanky tweets, "I run a technology advanced sports trading firm. I don't know if does it mean. I feel like the the order of those is." wrong or missing a word or something anyway i'll move on our goal is to beat the closing line which yields winners this ensures the world's best handicappers will always indirectly work for me whether they like it or not so he's saying that because he wins when the line moves that the world's best handicapper because they're moving the lines are making him money i mean okay i don't work to beat the market i make the market work for me okay Favre then replies the world's best handicappers also out-earn you greater than tenfold. So I guess congrats on being able to afford an office in a New Jersey strip mall. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd say this got is him. like average. Got his ass. Got him. Not, he didn't get him too bad. And Spanky's still laughing about the out-earn. It's, yeah, it's okay. I don't really know Spanky's deal. I, I think he has a lot of accounts and makes a lot of money. I don't know. I think his, I think his top tweet is like kind of correct. Although ridiculously self-indulgent, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if the world's top handicappers out-earn him tenfold. I'd be guessing at what all of them make. I don't really know what the world's best handicappers earn. So it seems to me like it'd be really hard to earn more than ten million in a year, unless you had like some big, big out, like Haralabob was talking about. You know, if you have some guy who's booking you at a million dollars a game or something, but. If you're like betting yeah, like the way, horse. yeah, I guess allegedly that was that. I don't know <laughs> if that actually was like that, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, Who would Barry Horse be in Entourage? Uh, he could be Seth Green because they both have red hair, but they're not really similar. Uh, he could be the kid who's on Five Towns with Johnny Drama, who gets cast in Rush <laughs> Hour 3. One. That kid. That's who he is. Yeah. Yeah, okay. he's like just smiling, kind of happy. Like, oh, I'm new to this. Seems cool. Oh, sweet. I'm going to be in a this movie? Yeah, that seems about right. Well, um, okay. I think... Right. I don't know what our last topic ended up being, but I think we probably talked We've done like a few more minutes. Yeah. All right. Um, Rick, thanks for being on the pod. Uh, this was probably not the highest production level podcast I've ever produced, but hopefully I can get in the lab here and make it edit, make it edit and make it sound good. 
thank you for coming on the uh, the podcast. All right. Thanks for having me. All right. Cool. Talk to you later. See ya.